Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Welcome to this episode of Blended Blessed and Always a Mess, where our topic this week is surviving the holidays, but it kind of feels like surviving the podcast right now, because right. it's been a... We are on location again, and <laughs> this one has not been an easy one to get set up. It's challenging. The setup's not working well. If there's sound issues, we apologize. We're in a hotel room, so you might hear doors outside slamming. I've heard drains above us already. Wind's blowing really hard. You'd think we're in a bad hotel. We're not. I mean, we're staying in a Hilton Doubletree, which, what do they have that I love? Warm chocolate chip cookies. They do have walnuts. So if you're allergic to nuts, I need you to know that. I don't want you to try one and be upset later. They're amazing, though. And so whenever we stay at a Hilton Doubletree, I'm just like, woo, this is Eric amazing. Eric gets his cookies. He's Gotta happy. Have, I love a cookie, especially if you can get it warm. It's like 12 seconds. That's another story. 12 seconds in a microwave. That's how you warm the best cookie. Just saying. So here we are, though. We are first weekend of November. We are less than three weeks away from Thanksgiving, less than two months away from Christmas music or Christmas. I said that. No, you're already playing Christmas music. We're less than two <laughs> months from Christmas. I'm already listening to Christmas music. That's a tradition every year on November 1st uh, after Halloween. I turn it on. And I know for some of you are like, no, 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 don't do that. But I do. And he I does. love it. And I'm not the only crew member. Lexi is right there with me on November 1st. She's already got a tree up in her apartment. Yeah, she does. That is my daughter right there. We're not too far behind her, but yes, she definitely beat everybody with the Christmas tree. Crushing the Christmas. Now, we might have beat her, but we've been at a work event that you've had all yeah, week. Yeah, this so- week's been, it's been a fun, adventurous week for sure. So my company sponsors the Mayakoba PGA Tour. And so this year was able to attend and spouses were welcome. So the Manny... Our male nanny, he got the opportunity to take a break and attend. So he was living his his best life. It was fun because neither one of us have ever been to a PGA event. Right. And yeah, so was, that was our first time. It was pretty cool. It was it, pretty cool. We had a couple of rainy days, but we made we made the best of it. I learned a new term. I learned uh, the phrase, you're sitting in the catbird seat. Eric just randomly spouts that off. I'm like, what did you just say? He's like, you've never heard of that? I'm like, no. What does that mean? So I had to Google it. Yeah, and what does it mean? I'm going to read what it actually what it says exactly. We were laying in bed, and I said this to her, and she's like, well, I've never heard of that. And I said, well, Google it. So she did, and she pulls up and starts laughing because, I mean, she knows what it means now. She knows what I said is accurate. Here it is. So it means envi- enviable position, often one of great advantage. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, that's you in this relationship. You're the enviable, enviable position. It often means having the upper hand or. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, but you've got to tag along and you had fun and it was, it was a great time. So we flew back today. 
but we're staying in St. Louis because Summer has soccer. She has a, a game at eight o'clock. So here we are. I am sitting in the bed, snuggled up with the blanket because it's freezing cold in here. Thank God we had turned the AC off so we could record this. Yeah, the AC pa- was loud. My, I, I think I used a whole box of Mighty Patches <laughs> on my face. No, some people don't know what a mighty patch is. Well, it's these little like stickers you put on blemishes on your face, but they work pretty well. So, like, well, it's been a rough week. If you're 13, Loaded up on that. If you're 13, you want to <laughs> well, get some mighty patches. 45, apparently. My face still thinks I'm 13. So, yeah, I mean, so it here is, we are. Oh, you learned a new term too boondoggle. Boondoggle. It's what Angie does when she's away. No, that's, that's what it is. Not. I mean, I when Angie goes people, on her work trip, she's on a boondoggle. Some people think it's a boondoggle, and he's like, what is that? Like, well, when people think you're saying you're working, but it's really not a work trip. <laughs> did I work this week? She did. I she was going to seminars. A lot. I was in the gym. Talking to customers. So, okay. That's where we are. Okay. So, we so are in St. Louis, Missouri tonight, listening to it start to storm outside and preparing for the holidays because it is the, going into the first week of November. Yeah, we're, we're already preparing. I mean, we've had a ton of conversations around the holidays and the girls are starting to stress or older two girls because they have boyfriends and you know having a blended family there's a lot of holiday events and they're already trying to plan so i think first we just need to acknowledge that the holidays are freaking hard whether you're divorced or not they're just they're challenging it's one of the most stressful times behind like death of a spouse or divorce or separation, research shows. I was just, that is research. Holidays. You're not just saying that. That's real. <laughs> Holidays fall right behind all of that is one of the most stressful times. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're divorced or not. Now, I do think now there's an extra element, right? You're oh, divorced. for sure. You don't get to be around your kids all the time. There are extra Christmases. It's easier to not get along in your co-parenting over the holidays. And so we just thought this is a, a great time to visit the things that are hard about it, yeah. Maybe some tips that can help get through it, and and to acknowledge that first holiday. If you're, oh, I, man. you know, we it's talk brutal. to people all the time that are going through their their first year of divorce, and and we always tell them the same thing: that first year sucks, and not yeah. that it doesn't suck for a long time, but that first year it's a healing process for everyone involved, you, your ex, the kids, and it's hard. And then those first holidays and birthdays and all those things, they're incredibly difficult. So so we we want to acknowledge that. And, and just talk a little bit about what, what was it like for your first holiday divorce? Then I'll talk about mine. Well, and we, yeah, we've shared that on here often. But, I mean, you you naturally have traditions when you're married. So that first, that first holiday season, you're breaking all those traditions, right? And you're going to find yourself alone when you don't have your kids. And that is one of the absolute hardest things. I mean, you have the money stressors, right? No one no one goes through a divorce and all of a sudden you have an abundance of money. <laughs> right. You right. know, and so here you're you're doing this alone on your own and holidays are expensive. And then you're then you're trying to figure out how you divide your time. And while there's a parenting plan a lot of the time. You're times. not going to have your kids at some point yes. through the holidays, which is heart-wrenching for sure. Heart-wrenching. And then Especially your first year, you're fresh out of a divorce. You're not going to be like totally aligned necessarily on. A lot of times, a lot of negative feelings there. Yeah, totally. Even though the parenting plan says one parent gets Christmas Eve, the other gets Christmas Day. Well, what time? And, you know, when are we? Right. All all of those things, right? right? Well, and you have to communicate. 
you know, so that adds more stress because it's not like your besties, right? So you're going to have to communicate. You're going to probably have to coordinate gifts because you don't yeah. want to get them the same thing. Because that maybe inevitably you do. will happen. Yeah. Maybe you do, but that still requires communication because you want one thing at each house. I mean, it's and it's it, crazy. It goes back to a lot of what we've talked about before. You got to die to yourself on it. And you're going to have to communicate. And so we're going to talk about those things throughout the podcast today. And, and and you said this. It's still true. You could be divorced for 10 years, right? You've been divorced six or seven years now. And you still hate oh, not having your gosh. kids the entire time. There's just, there's always a void. I think that kids, the kids make fun of me because they're older now. They, they know how their mom's wired. But like I tell them all the time, like there's always a hole when they're not there. And just like this week, they could be like, well, mom, well, you're in Mexico and you're, you know, you get to do all this stuff. It does not matter. It does not matter. I'm still missing my kids. Every one of them doesn't matter if I'm talking to them or not. There's always a void. And it's not like I can come back from a trip and right away you see your kids. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky that tomorrow morning is the first thing. We get to see Summer see, at soccer. We get to see Summer. And we'll then Carter's Carter. yeah, coming up to, to celebrate his 17th birthday that's next week with some buddies in St. Louis with us. And so... At Top Golf, but then Chase is hunting. You know, Danes, he's, this he's is their, yeah, his, his mom's weekend. So it's hard. So I think that's, that's the acknowledgement. And it's almost like you have to prepare yourself for that every holiday. Yeah. So, and it does get easier. Like we're not saying it doesn't like, it's still there, but it does get easier because then you start to create your own new traditions. Here's where we're at now, even, you know, with our blended family is that now you add boyfriends into the mix and that blended family starts to get even bigger. And so, yeah, the girls are worried about having to go to multiple Christmases with those families. Not only they've already got multiple Christmases, right, in their own yeah. families. Now there's even more families added when you start adding in more kids. Yeah, I think the journey, though, to recognize, too, is when you get divorced, you have all those emotions because you're by yourself, right? I think there's beauty in that. I've said that before. There's beauty in the hard things because I feel like that's when you really discover yourself. But then fast forward, and at some point, you're going to have an opportunity to blend. For the most part, people do remarry, and the majority of them are going to have kids, right? So then you bring the traditions that they have, (laughs) and maybe you've already established your own, and then it's almost like you're kind of uprooting again to figure out, well, what traditions are we going to have together? So it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. And again, it goes back to a lot of times you just have to realize what is most important. So first and foremost, what's going to be important is having a really good support system. And I think that takes us back to what is your first Christmas? If you're going through that first Christmas alone, what is that like? And, you know, we've talked a lot about Angie. We'll talk about it again. For me, we haven't really talked about that. And luckily my sister Lauren had moved to Columbia and her husband, Matt, was in town and her and I were very close. And so we spent the majority of those holidays together. So I had my kids for the the time I was supposed to have them on Christmas Eve that first year. And then on Christmas day, I, you know, I was by myself I and mean, that's a lonely place to be. You were by yourself your first Christmas day. And so my sister and her husband had my mom and my other sister over to that, their house that afternoon. And we spent the holiday together. We ate, we played cards and drank a few beers and, and I wasn't alone. Right. It was like, I was, was able it to be. Aw- was it awkward for you to go to the holidays by yourself? 
I would say no because my mom and sisters and them all came to my house Christmas Eve to give my kids their gifts. So we celebrated And you have a together. small family. Yeah. I, it was so awkward for me to go to my family. Big family, right? Oh, I can see that. And it was awkward, uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, this is funny. Oh, because we're in a hotel room. <laughs> This whole night has been kind of a shit show. You just, at some point, you just got to laugh about it. Like, our flight was delayed. I mean, it was just like one thing after another. (laughs) Some freaking crazy heart shit happened at the airport. That's a whole other Scared us all. She's joking. We think it's caffeine related. Yeah, but my heart just went raced. Uh, I walked in without a shirt on and she couldn't. No, that's not true. No. No, but he's sitting here in his underwear. (laughs) He just opened up. (laughs) Water bottle water and it went everywhere. It looks like he peed himself. Like I peed all over myself. That's what it looks like. Right okay, now. Friday right. night. This is how we party on Friday night. I digest people. or I digress. Mighty patches and wet pants. I digress. <laughs> so anyway, it's hard. It's awkward. You're going to survive. You're going to get through it. But we do have some tips. Yes, we're seasoned. We have some. We, <laughs> we are veterans when it comes to this. We're veterans of awkward shit and plowing through it. So here, here's some tips. Number one, try not to let the emotions get to you. That is friggin' hard. It's so hard, but you have to really stay focused on what matters and really figure out those battles that you really want to fight. Right, because what matters is it is it your emotions or is it that the kids have a good Christmas? Oh my gosh, for me. My number one thing that matters to me is I've spent time with my kids. So when I say that, when I got divorced, I gave up the day of. And I know I've mentioned that before on this podcast. I had to let go of what Christmas Day means and make my own Christmas Day with my kids. So to me, it doesn't matter the day, the actual day. What matters is that I get time with my kids. So I, I ended up picking Christmas Eve. Our, the way it fell with our families, Christmas Eve was always a thing with my family, and Christmas Day was his. But that means I don't have my kids the day of. But I constantly have to focus on what really matters and not let my emotions get to me. And we've tried it's easier to, said than done. For sure. <laughs> and we tried to do that the last few years, but last year... Dane had to get out early to get to his mom's because really it was her turn for Christmas Eve. So he had really no time with us on Christmas Eve. And so then that got us thinking, well, this isn't going to work. Yeah. So now we're trying to rewire our brains around that. Yeah, because unfortunately, schedules play into it and we crammed a bunch into Christmas Eve. So we always like to go to church. My mom always has it on Christmas Eve. We also wanted to have family, our own family time together. And the way it all fell was Dane was rushed and then was gone. And so we're like, Okay, what matters is that we get time with our kids. So all of them together. Yes, we may have to switch that up this year. And it may mean that we don't do our Christmas on Christmas Eve. And I know we've had that conversation. Eric does not like it, like the idea. But on the same token, we have a big freaking family. And these poor kids have 5,000 different things to go do. And so my thought process is, Maybe we do it a night earlier, but the compromise or agreement with the kiddos is we always get that whole evening. Yeah, maybe we always do the 23rd, but we get... But we get that whole evening, and and I almost think, like, I do want them to go to church with us. Somehow squeeze in something. I don't know yet, but 
it's it's going to be it's letting go of the battles and kind of figuring out what really matters. Because again, keep in mind now, kids. Hallie's twenty going on twenty one. Lexi's nineteen going on twenty. And we're starting to see what happens, right? Uh, and now Carter's got a girlfriend. So it's only a matter of time where he's going to want to spend some time with, uh, you know, a girlfriend. Yeah. So you, you start to see your kids get older and now they want to do different things at the holidays with their significant In long too. term, fast forward, they're going to want Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with their own family. That's right. So it's like we might as well right now say, okay, kiddos, we're going to do the 23rd. That's going to be our thing. Yeah. So it's locked in too, right? Seems like it makes sense. Yeah. We have it. We're, we've been talking this through for the last week. It seems like it, it makes more sense, and then that way, I think it's going to make it easier too. Then when you're dealing, when you're co-parenting, right? Because right. that's the other problem, right? The co-parenting can get tense. Everything's tense around the holidays, right? So as we've said, money's tight, all the things, and so you know why not just take that element out of the equation. Then you're not even arguing about the holiday. Now, I know right. some of you are listening right now. And you're like, there's no way I'm ever giving up my Christmas <laughs> Eve or Christmas Day. I admit, when Angie first brought this up to me, I had some pushback. I was like, this, this is bullcrappers. Yeah, I don't like bull it. Yeah, bullcrappers. <laughs> not good. I don't, I don't like what you're saying to me. But the more I thought about it, I mean, what is really what matters is, is that we get that time to celebrate Christmas with our kids. And I think it might work better. Yeah. I've really the, come around this last I week. I think the other thing that comes top of mind, and I don't, I'll just be open. I don't like it when people tell me this, but it's friggin' Drew. Sometimes you also just have to take a deep breath and also recognize this is temporary. The seasons, the stress, all of it is temporary. It does get better. But again, it kind of goes back to your emotions. Take a deep breath, really focus on, on what matters. Yeah. And, and it's temporary. That's really <laughs> it what it is. is. It's temporary. This whole life's temporary. We're part of a bigger story, right? We talk about that in church all the time. And so when we put that into perspective, that can help. And then the reason we're bringing it up now, the first weekend of November, right. is to plan, another tip. <laughs> plan ahead. The more surprises that happen, the closer to the day, that's the wor- it gets worse and worse. And that's then the, more the, the fighting works yeah. and the stress is worse. So our thought was, you got to just start planning it early. Over communicate, as you said to me the other day. You got to triple check. That way, there's no yeah. Like, are you sure you might want to circle back? Because here's the thing: it's also assuming positive intent when you do get frustrated. But but you may in your mind go, oh yeah, this is. I always have Christmas Eve or whatever. Like, but just over communicate with the other parent in the situation because everybody gets busy. You might forget things. You, they may have communicated something a month ago and you forgot about it. Don't wait till the last minute because, man, there's nothing that's more stressful or more frustrating is if plans change at the last minute around the holidays when you're already running around crazy, well, stressed. It's, it's bad then when because the, the kids know if you're stressed and if your ex is stressed and they don't want to feel like it's their fault. Right, because they end up getting in the middle. That's they right. know, oh, dad's not happy or mom's not happy. You know, and sometimes kids think it's like their fault, right? So you don't want that to happen. Yeah, it's really, it does. It sucks. It's a take a deep breath. It's a pick your battle and, and maybe change your mindset a little bit, which kind of leads us to managing expectations. Let's think about Christmas vacation, right? Clark W. Griswold, <laughs> he envisions the perfect family Christmas. And that's a traditional family. It was anything but perfect. How many of your Christmases... End up perfect, right? We've all had that Christmas where somebody's sick. Well, go back and listen to our podcast that we did about 
our first oh, Christmas gosh, together. Yeah. That was complete love. shit show. And here, I mean, this is something I need to hear. Like these tips are things I need to hear as well. Managing expectations is something I don't necessarily do well because in my mind, I just want everybody to have fun. I just want everybody to laugh. You're Clark. I want them to all, <laughs> yes, I don't, except I don't like all those damn lights. Ugh. You want everybody to have a good time, be happy. And then, you know, there's always one that's not happy. So it's like, don't imagine everything's going to be perfect. It's not going to be. It's going to be a damn mess. Uh, so love- then you won't be. Then you'll be surprised if everybody does get along, but it probably won't happen. I'm laughing a little <laughs> That's bit. That's big family problems. That's not even a blended yeah. thing. It's big family problems. <laughs> Remember last Christmas when, and this was, Carter wasn't even mad. He was just being <laughs> hilarious. It was so funny. My mom gave all the kids, all six of the kids, a gift card. And they gave pretty much, everybody got a Chick-fil-A gift card. But they thought Carter liked Taco Carter does like Taco Bell. They gave Carter a Taco Bell gift card. He loves Chick-fil-A as much or more than anyone. So he gets this Taco Bell gift card and everybody else gets Chick-fil-A. And he looks at my mom and he goes, this is bullshit. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> to really. To his grandma. To my, to my mom. To his grandma. <laughs> Which, he was being funny. That's his personality. Of course, then she felt bad. He had to tell her that he was joking. But it was hilarious. Like, in in that moment, like, that's the thing. There's always somebody, something happens on Christmas. It's just not perfect. Well, Um, and I mean, I swear, I've had so many Christmases where one kid thinks they didn't get the same amount as somebody else. Every Christmas. It's like, oh my gosh, we, we try our damnedest to spend the same amount, but... Listen, some people, kiddos, may ask for one big expensive gift, and then someone else may have 30 small gifts, you know? So it's like... Yeah, so you have just, one kid gets two gifts, on and the other kid's getting mess. 15, yeah. and they got so much more than me. It's like, your one gift was X hundred dollars. But it's not about the presents. Yeah, it's about Jesus being born. So, yeah. But we had that, but that, that is true. <laughs> but I, I will say this. We've talked about this before, but going back to when we first decided to blend families. Everybody was going to be equal, and so we set the budget... Before Christmas, that everybody's gift, all the kids' gifts are going to be the same, same amount. Same, same size stockings, stockings. Same everything. Nobody's feeling like they're less than in our family. Everybody's brothers and sisters. There are kids. That's that's how we have done it and set the boundaries in our house. Did we cover all the tips? I think so. Don't let the emotions get to you. Recognize it's temporary. Take a deep breath. Plan ahead. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Extend grace to people. It's Christmas time. You should be able to extend some grace. If you can't extend grace at Christmas, the rest of your is going to be tough. Manage your expectations. Make sure you set some boundaries. It's okay to say no to that Christmas party two nights before the holidays if you need to. Yeah, You don't have to hit every Christmas party. And the presents don't have to be perfectly wrapped. You can wrap them shitty. It is. That's for me. That's for me because Eric thinks my wrapping is terrible. I don't think. <laughs> the other not, day, the day the I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping a present. This he cracks me up with his compliments sometimes, and he's like, "Oh, great job wrapping!" I'm like, okay. I was really impressed. <laughs> yeah, because that's not the way it normal. I think no, you normally even think- tell you like, I just don't have time for it, so I don't care what it looks like. <laughs> so then, what happens is that we He's basically so set up a station, looks all neat. and she gets all the gifts and she sets them out and says, "This is for so and so." This, and then I stand and I wrap them in our kitchen yeah, it's a- because I take the time to. Do- it's where our relationship is. I right? know it's, it's just like, funny. We know because you were so shocked that like all the corners were the same. I gotta be honest with you, I didn't <laughs> fucking know you could do it. We don't ever say the F word on this bike. I didn't know you could wrap a present that nice. 
I genuinely I meant the compliment. I just don't. This Okay, this is about like time management. <laughs> I am such a time management nerd. In my mind, I don't care enough that it's wrapped perfectly. So I'm not going to take the time to wrap it perfectly because when you're wrapping for kids, they don't give two shits how the thing's wrapped when they're little. I mean, she'll leave a side half open like because she's like, well, I just hey, ran out of paper. She'll just shove it in the corner so you can't see it to like, get it out. And she's like, well, I just it didn't, I didn't have enough paper to have time to deal with it. And, that's, that's and how she also, here's a tip. That's how you get out of wrapping presents is to do a shitty job. So, so far, with the I'm wrapping presents, the I'm doing the laundry, and I'm doing the dishes. What in the hell is going it's on cat right bird here? seat. It's a cat bird You're seat. You're in the cat bird seat. That's why I said it now you know what it is i think no. it's smart man <laughs> smart okay so there are some other positives that go with this is that you do now have the opportunity to make new traditions right so there's the the grieving of of lost old traditions that you go through but now you get to make new traditions. And I will say, you're right. It's a little bit challenging that if you're on your own for a few years, you make yeah. some traditions and then you start to blend. Now you got to make different traditions. Yes, that can be a challenge. But it's also a great opportunity to introduce those to your new family and also to see which ones you like and which ones everyone doesn't like. And and sometimes you even outgrow traditions. Yeah. And I would say, here's here's my, my last thing I want to say. This whole my, podcast? We're not done yet. I hope it's not the last thing. No, you, you gotta, I'm you not planning to on the, carrying us for the next you have five to minutes. Less, yeah, you have the next 10 minutes. No. Here's what I want to say. Yeah, I'm going to no, challenge no. you, because I'm challenging myself to this as well. I'm going to challenge you this Christmas to... This Christmas, fire, fire, late at night. All right. Sorry. Okay. Just seemed like the time. Yeah. Way to pop that in there. I'm going to challenge you to create a new Christmas tradition because I'm going to do one this year. Or are you going to share that with me beforehand? Well, we talked about it. We're supposed to be on the same team. We talked about this year we're going to add games. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to add games because we're going to have a whole night and no one's going to be rushed away to leave. Love it. To go somewhere. And so we're going to add some games into our Christmas festivities. I just came up with one right now on the spot. Let's drop this. Here's a game my mom plays. (laughs) <laughs> she has oh it will gosh. never work in our home no but she has <laughs> the kids go around and count how many nativity scenes she has in her home and there's a lot and the kid that wins gets outside a inside like 20 bucks yeah. i think there's outside inside they're everywhere it's so like 28 29 yes that last year i think it was like 27 or 28 nativity scenes not doing that i don't even think we have one i'm sorry jesus I do not have a nativity scene. But she has lots of Christmas trees for you. Yeah, but, I mean, that counts, right? Well, I like nativity scenes, so. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe. Can you find a modern-looking one? Yeah, we can do that. We'll shop (laughs) this weekend. Okay, all right. We'll do that. We'll go over to the home store. We'll find us a good modern one. I'm in on that. Okay, that would be my challenge for you. Perfect. We'll do that tomorrow afternoon between soccer games. Uh, I'm thinking, how about this? Oh, boy, I'm nervous. I'm telling you. He does not have the best ideas sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes. But every now and then I luck into one. Christmas. Sing with me now. Christmas karaoke. Oh, Lord. It's not Christmas caroling. It's Christmas karaoke. I'd be in. Lexi, Hallie. Summer, even though it sound terrible. I oh, mean, poor Summer. I mean, it is what it is. He Dane would probably do it. mother would love. <laughs> really? I'll play the bells. Christmas. I'm just probably not going to sing. <laughs> 
Christmas karaoke. What do you think about that? I thought you were going to say we would go Christmas caroling. <laughs> no, I knew nobody would want to do that. I thought at least if I kept it to the confines of our own living room, oh, then I might get some takers. We'll see. We'll see. Walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah? What do you want? Uh, we also watched the Elvis movie while we were traveling this week. Yes. This is way off topic. Okay. But we watched the Elvis movie that's from the Colonel Parker perspective that just came out this summer. Tom Hanks plays Colonel Parker. I forget the guy's name that played Elvis. He did a great job. He was amazing. That was it's, a great movie. It was a great movie, but how sad because he was so lonely. You well, know what yeah. I mean? I just, it's an amazing movie. Are amazing. You lonesome. Tonight? See, that's why, this is why he brought it up. He wanted to sing a song. Do you miss me tonight? I like the Hound Dog song. You could sing that one. Okay. Not right now. I'm, wait, I'm waiting. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. I sing Elvis <laughs> Presley songs all day. I had greatest hits when I was a kid. Elvis, I listened. I've been at Grayson like four or I five mean, times. After we finished the movie, I think he wanted to be Elvis. In the ghetto. I wanted to be Elvis when I was like seven, eight, What's nine, ten years old. Good one that he sings. We're caught in a trap. Mm-hmm. I can't walk out. Yeah, that's suspicious minds. Mm-hmm. So many good ones. Kentucky Rain. It goes on and on. So it's King movie. of Rock and Roll. Anyway, we digress. Maybe, you you know, a lot of families watch movies over the holidays yeah. that aren't Christmas movies. They do watch Christmas movies, but sometimes people spend Christmas Day. We would recommend the Elvis movie if you haven't seen it, if you want to educate your kids on what an incredible artist Elvis was. Okay, back to the actual podcast. So, Surviving the Holidays, here we are, just a few weeks out. If you are a first-time listener to the podcast... You might go back and listen to a few previous episodes where we do talk about the co-parenting episode, where we do talk about you have to die to self, right? It's not going to be your way 100% of the time. You've gone through a divorce. That means that it's going to be hard. It means that you're going to have to take some time and grieve some of the things that you've lost. And you're going to have to understand that it's some things that the kids lost. I think that's a hard thing sometimes for us to do as parents is we're busy grieving a relationship that we've lost. We don't – some parents are really good at this, Right. But it has to be the kids are also grieving the loss of their mom and dad being together. And so it's a new thing for them. And as their parent, you're supposed to guide and guard and protect them. And so you do have to figure out how to put their needs, their wants at the holidays above your own. And it might be a rough holiday for everybody. Right. I think for me. It was hard because you didn't want, I didn't want to see my kids sad or struggle through the holidays, but that might just be setting the realistic expectations is that it's going to be tough. It may not be like unicorns and rainbows either. I mean, I feel like we sometimes maybe still struggle with the holidays, right? Because of the and chaos and kids have And kids have emotions. And then if they have challenges in their, in their other families, like you're still going to deal with that, right? So... Just yeah. be there, right? It's okay be to present. ask your kids if something's right. wrong and to sit in that with them. Even if it's been a couple of years since your divorce, they still may be mm-hmm. at the holidays having tough feelings. I have tough feelings every holiday. My dad's passed away 15 years ago, and I still have tough feelings about that. So think about your kids just two, three, four years into a divorce. They're still going to struggle and have some some tough moments throughout the holidays. And, and what they do really like is for you to ask them you know, hey, what's wrong? Can we talk about it? And can we sit in it? And that sort of thing. 
Okay, so I, I understand you may still have questions, and you may you may go, well, I'm not doing that, and that's fine. We always say these are just things that work for us, things mm-hmm. that we've seen and we've talked to other friends and family about. And and so if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. If you have more questions, though, don't hesitate to reach out to us on our socials and ask us. Or yeah, we have so we have Instagram. We're on Instagram with Blend and Blessed, always a mess, and Facebook, and definitely message us. Happy to weigh in or. Or share a topic you want us to, or to just cover. Sit in it with you. Yeah, we're happy to chat, chat about it, any of your struggles. So don't have, hesitate to reach out. Having community at the holidays goes back to what we first said early on in this podcast is that if it especially if it's your first holiday and you're gonna spend some of it alone, have a good support system, right? And so that's what we're trying to do with this blended blessed always a mess community is to build a support system for other families. So we're here for you at the holidays. We hope that you can celebrate it. Uh, remember the reason for the season is the birth of Jesus and to be with your family and your friends to celebrate that. I hope that for you and your your kiddos that it's a, an incredibly safe, happy and healthy one. And it's okay to start playing Christmas music and put up your Tree. You're right. We're, we've approved. That's right. And if you disagree, <laughs> we understand, but we're doing it anyway. So that's it for this week's episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. We hope you have a great week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.